The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to uh, Live Healthy, Be Healthy. We hope you've had a good week. We have. Yes, we have. I mean, it's been... uh, So far, it's only Tuesday. Well, that's true. But still, it's been a good week so far. Uh, We just want to bring you back to bring you up to speed. You know, tonight, our our main subject is going to be fatigue. We will get to that. Uh, In the meantime, we always start out with our little uh, segment on In the News. In the News. And then we have some, you know, little clinical pearls. And we'll try to keep you interested most of the night, anyhow. Uh, in the news tonight, kind of interesting stuff, and, and this is things that we've talked about ad infinitum, you know, on this radio show, and you know, we do a local TV show and another radio show on a terrestrial show, and so on. And it's been the same thing, you know, for years. We've been talking about inflammation, 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 and how bad it is for you. Yeah, really, I mean, how bad it is for you. And you know, there's just a, a new study came out, and it was published. The source of it came from the American Heart Association. Yeah, of all people, you know, and of course, we know that. Inflammation causes heart problems and heart disease. It causes heart disease. Yeah. It causes all sorts of things. They even know it increases risk of cancer. Right. It increases I mean, pain. It decreases quality of life. Oh, and they're yeah. even saying now in this thing that was just published by the American Heart Association that it increases risk of diabetes as well. Yeah. And the risk of diabetes increases heart disease risk, which is why they were so Wait interested in it. Now, that's like a cat chasing its tail, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay, so... The increased inflammation causes increased heart disease, and increased heart disease into diabetes, and diabetes causes... Cause it, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a circle we got going it here, is. folks. And it's all because of inflammation. And it's really kind of interesting, though, that, you know, I mean, I don't know how long it took these guys to put this together, but um, needless to say that they understand that inflammation is the reason for all these problems. Yeah. And, it, and it basically is. I mean, there's studies going back years and years and years that, that kind of verify that's this. That's not really a new thing. No, and it's They've really been not. saying it forever, but that was just something published in the last few weeks from yeah. the American Heart Association. And inflammation, we've told people for years, is there's a problem. It sure is. And the way you eat increases inflammation. Right. Um, lack of activity increases inflammation. You know, and that was some of the stuff they came up with, which yeah. is you know, kind of fascinating, too. I mean, There's so is, many things that actually increase inflammation. Yeah, it's almost like this is one of those duh moments. Yeah. You know, uh, we've been Now, we've been one of the things they time. said in their study, and to me, this is where you get into the duh moments, is, okay, we need to come up with a new drug that helps inflammation better. You know what? If you just read the news, matter of fact, there's a, another article that we're not going to talk about in depth, but we're going to mention it. And it was an article that's just published like in the past day or so about 
the NSAIDs, which are the normal anti-inflammatories, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, how they increase your risk for deep vein thrombosis, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they increase vascular risk. Right. So it's not a new drug we need. No. It's lifestyle changes we need. You know, right. You know, an interesting fact, and, and, and this is a factoid that you may or may not understand or may not be aware of. If you look at our genetics... Our genetics hasn't changed. We're still 99.99% the same genes that we had 40,000 years ago. Okay, we haven't changed genetically in 40,000 years. And yet, our diet has changed dramatically. Dramatically. I promise you, Cro-Magnon, man and gal, did not know anything about a hostess Twinkie. Yeah. They didn't, and ding-dongs were out of the question, okay? They just didn't know about it. Good thing for them, right. We wouldn't be here today. And, you know, and that's because they call it the sugar, and we know this. And if you ever want to read a good book about this, there's a book by a guy named Robert Lustig. He's a doc out. He's in it. Matter of fact, he's head of endocrinology at the uh, University of San Francisco, the University of California, San Francisco. It's called Fat Chance. I implore you to read the book. It, Fat Chance. Great book. He goes in depth on oh, how sugar gonna, uh, increases I mean, inflammation. We're just glossing problems. over it, right? He goes in depth. And when, when we look, you know, they're talking about a new drug needs to come out to help inflammation. There are right. so many natural anti-inflammatories that work so well. You know, think I mean, about it. Yeah. I mean, our Indians, our American Indians, Native Americans, whatever you want to call them, all right? I, I, either way. But Native Americans were chewing willow bark Long time ago. thousands of years ago. And they knew that if you chewed this willow bark, that it made pain get better. Yeah. And it, why? Because it has a salicylate yeah. in it. It's very similar to similar aspirin. Similar to aspirin. Right. But that's, that goes all about, you know. What was but, really interesting about this study, though, they said, well, in the absence of inflammation, now they took some human aorta cells, and a you know, poor guy had to sacrifice those, and they, they grew them in a culture, and in the absence of inflammation, excess glucose or sugar actually didn't even enter in the cell. Yeah, didn't Couldn't even get a, in there. Yeah, right. Didn't cause a problem. Right. And, and way they actually took those same cells and they forced the sugar into it, still didn't do any harm. Forced it in there. Didn't Until do any harm. it was in presence of inflammation. Right. Then we said, okay, let's pull out our, our old bag here and we'll get some interleukin-1. Yeah. That's one of the strongest, nastiest inflammatory responses we can get. And when they did that, now we had problems. Then you started having extra problems yeah. with the glucose and the cells not handling the glucose properly. Right. So there's no doubt inflammation causes a problem. And right. there are so many things that we deal with daily that can help that inflammation. Right. Now, they um, did talk about a drug that they have. Okay. They, yeah. they used an anti-inflammatory drug. And it did, st- when they used it, something to break that inflammation cycle it actually stopped the deleterious changes. Right. So if you have so, okay. so things that are anti-inflammatory. But think about things like we just talked about willow bark. And, and it, we, you know, Janine and I use this this kind of stuff in, every day. Every I day. I mean, this, this is our daily routine natural medicine. You know, it's just, I mean, it's and been around for most of the natural things, when you start looking at them, even if they're for something else, mm-hmm. it's not even something that's used mainly for inflammation. One of the things that helps is inflammation. It's inflammation. So, so many of the natural yeah. products. I well, mean, you look at turmeric. I was going to say turmeric and the curcumin. Curcumins have oh. so much research. Not anti, just about inflammation, but everything cancer. else. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's, it's unbelievable about the anti-cancer and about brain health. Matter of fact, it was just an article published in, uh, I think it was Neurology, recently about how the curcumins, one of the ways they help brain health 
is they block the inflammation in the brain. How about that? Yeah. So something as simple as curcumins or turmeric, you know, that, that you use for cooking. The Indians actually. used it for years. Spice, uh, the piece cook- people in India. Yeah, yeah. cooking. Yeah. They, they used it as a, as a spice for cooking. They actually dyed their uh, cloth with it and, and everything else. And with it, but I mean, it, it definitely it. helps inflammation. We it have did. a lot of people that have RA and different arthritis that say it makes a world of difference in the inflammation. You know, and, and that's why we get into things like, uh, you know, our old buddy, Omega-3s. Oh. That EPA in there is just absolutely fantastic. So we're going to, you know, it's just a a phenomenal anti-inflammatory. So get rid of that inflammation. Yep. You're going to help yourself with that diabetes and that heart risk. Okay. Help a lot of different things when you you decrease inflammation. Not just a lot of things. You can help just about everything with that. Now, moving right along, as they say. And we're going to jump into another one. I thought this was just great. It's come out of the British Medical Journal. And ladies, listen up. If you increase your skirt size by one, just one little skirt size, it linked to a 33% greater postmenopausal breast cancer risk. Ouch. Yeah. So what that's saying, if you gain weight in the middle. Especially that. And you increase your waist size, now, you're going to be increasing your cancer and, risk. And, and what is that? We know that that, that middle weight, uh, weight gain is, is what? Again, inflammation too? Inflammation, right. metabolic syndrome, glucose metabolism problems. Right. If you right. do that, you're also going to increase your risk for cancers. Now, right. in the article by the British Medical Journal, mm-hmm. they actually said that past research has shown not just this research, but past research shows that increasing your waistline is linked to other cancers also, including pancreas cancer, lining of the womb, ovary cancer. So you have all these cancers. Uterine cancer for those who don't know. Yeah, exactly. You have all these cancers increased. And the breast cancer now, they're showing increased by increasing skirt size. And they say that the definitely the increased weight in the middle, they know affects the organs more. You know, we've seen so many research articles come out recently within the past few months about that midsection weight gain as as the kids call it the muffin top yeah okay and they and, think it's normal now. well they think it's normal because hey everybody else has got everybody it, else has it uh but it's not normal and it's actually showing that, that these girls young girls especially and we deal with these young girls every day in our clinic every stinking day and they've all got that that quote-unquote muffin top going on and they've all got like symptoms and signs of the PCOS. I mean, yep. you'd think they were postmenopausal, you know. And they start having hormonal issues at oh young ages. But when you start seeing, if you have an increase for cancer anyway, and mm-hmm. especially if you have an increased risk for breast cancer, lose the middle. That's the place to know it. And yeah. you can do it. People that come to us and say, I can't lose weight no matter what. You know, we it, can help them. We can help them. You know, one, we always talk about diet. I mean, we talk about a real food diet. I mean, right. there's there's every diet in the world. You know, there's the Mediterranean diet. There's the paleo diet. And we kind of do a little bit of all of it. We, we put something together we call the real food diet because it's real food. Right. You know, and mean, it's, it's probably, probably closer, if you looked at what diet it was the closest to, it's probably closest to paleo. Closest. But it's modified. It's modified. We will let you have beans. They, yeah. don't, they don't like Paleo beans. Paleo says no beans. We do a little bit of beans. Yeah, yeah, Definitely because... like my garbanzo bean flour to cook with. Um, <laughs> yes. Especially when you can't use any other type of flour. Right. I mean, when you, know, when you go grain-free, I mean, you don't do grains, you don't do wheat and stuff like that, 
And and I don't know whether any of you visited our um, if you have if you don't if you haven't visit our our media site it's Doctors Nutrition Media now spell that doctors out D O C T O R S doctorsnutritionmedia.com and you can actually get to it off our doctorsnutrition.com site go there and we've got some recipes of things like Janine's mushroom gravy yeah which is really good I'm telling you you know people think oh doc you probably eat like a rabbit. Let me tell you what, I might eat rabbit, but I don't eat like a rabbit. No. Nope. Okay, we're going to eat good food. We, <laughs> we might eat not food. eat huge portions, but no, we, we're eat, gonna eat good food. we eat good food. And, and, you know, but we've went grain-free years ago, and, and we both lost weight unintentionally. Just, you know, you go grain-free, you're going to lose weight. And it just happens. You know, and I, I, we talk to so many people every day with that midsection fat. And you think about that, that midriff, if you will, that midsection yeah, fat. Yeah, makes a big difference. Oh, it's huge. And, and all of the, all those people are increasing their risk. You know, we do t- blood tests for a lot of these people, and we'll see something like their C-reactive protein's high. You know, we'll see that their cardiovascular risks are higher. Their, you know, their cholesterol's high. Their triglycerides are high. You know, they've got all these issues. They've, you know, their ALT's high, which indicates probably a fatty liver. We're seeing it younger and younger. Younger and younger and younger. Younger and, and younger. And but same. even in this study that we were just talking about, about the increased waist size, and they even took into account other risk factors. Which we know the other risk factors are, you know, family history, contraceptives, which Ooh, is one of my. That's your pet peeve. It really is because <laughs> it, it has, really is. I can look at someone's lab work and tell who's on it because it messes it up so much. It really does. So we will talk about clinical pearls when we come back. Yes, ma'am. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you with us. We're going to talk about our clinical pearls now. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the things that's happened in the last 
week or two. And uh, yeah, a short while. Yeah. You know, the thing about it, when we talk about these clinical pearls, this is real, real people yeah. and real stuff. Uh, I've got a real interesting one. As a matter of fact, I got a call from her this morning. Yeah, which is why you thought about it. That's why it today. I thought about her. Okay, because she's this lady's interesting. She lives in another state, so we've been dealing with her long distance for quite a while. And I've looked at her lab work over the years, and I've told her, I don't know, time probably five after or, time after time. Yeah, five or six years at least. That you know, you're pre-diabetic. You really need to change your diet. Blah blah blah. And it was sort of like talking to I don't know the wall or something. You know, <laughs> she really just didn't want to hear it. No. Okay. It, it wasn't really important. So the doctor say I'm not diabetic. I'm, I'm not okay. diabetic. I'm okay. My doctor says I right. hear that one all the time. My other doctor says I'm okay. Well. It's been about six or seven months ago. She called me up panicking. I mean, we're talking about you could literally feel the panic over the phone. And she said, oh, my God, they just diagnosed me with a fatty pancreas. What am I going to do? I said, well, I bet your liver was fatty, too. Yeah, they said that, too. But my pancreas is fat. What am I going to do? I said, okay, let's go back a long time when we talked about you being pre-diabetic a long, long time ago right. and far, far away. You're going to change that diet like I told you a long right. time ago, right? I said, right? now we're going to change our diet. And she said, I'll do whatever you take, whatever. I don't care, whatever. I'll take whatever you want me to do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I, she was panicking. I mean, she was literally panicking. I was wanting to send her some kava to calm her down. Calm her down some. Yeah. She was panicking. I said, okay, let's just change the diet. And I told her what we had to do. Okay, we, we get rid of the bread. We get rid of the rice, the pasta, the potatoes, and stop all fruit. That threw her into a tailspin. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to die. What will I do? I said, well, you'll live very well, actually. She said, well, what am I going to eat? I said, okay, we're going to eat meats. We're going to eat vegetables. I said, she said, well, what about all that fat? I said, actually, I don't care about the fat that you intake. I want you to get some fats in your diet. I said, but I don't want you to get the bread, the rice, the pasta, and the potatoes, and the fruits, because she's bad about eating the unwieldy banana. Okay, yeah. that's the worst fruit you can possibly eat. But anyhow. Lots of sugar. Lots of sugar. And a high glycemic index. Very high glycemic index, because we do a lot of our stuff based on that glycemic index. Fast forward. We changed her diet. She started losing weight. Now she calls back about every couple of weeks, griping about having to buy new clothes. Yes. She said, I'm having too much weight loss. I'm having too much weight loss. I'm going to blow away. I said, how much do you weigh? She said, well, you know, and I think she said she's like five, three or four. And she weighed, a, she, she's down to 140 something pounds. I said, sweetheart, you got a long way to go. Okay. You blow away. Yeah. You ain't going <laughs> to blow away. Okay. So we kept going, and I kept harping. And every couple of weeks, called, I'm having to buy new clothes. Oh, my God, this is terrible. I said, you know, most women would kind of like buying new clothes. Yeah. I mean, for stuff that fits. I mean, you know, I said, take your fat clothes and give them away because I don't ever want you to go back to that. Yeah. She said, I'm going to do that. So she gave them to a church function or something. It was really kind of comical. She said she gave all of them away. She said, I hated to see them go, but now – She's got this fatty pancreas and this fatty liver. And, they, you know, the doctors up there that were telling her, like, well, I don't know. you got a fatty pancreas. I don't know what you're going to do about it. We put her on pancreatic enzymes first. I said, we got to help that pancreas work. we got to right. make sure it's functioning. So we put her on that. We, put her, we changed her diet dramatically. And over the period of You this, also put her on Berberine Max, I did right? put her on Berberine Max. Berberine is one of our formulas, Berberine Max. That's the berberines help with blood sugar. Yep. They help with that insulin resistance. And this lady was insulin resistant. And they know okay. that the fatty organs, the visceral fat, visceral fat. And the fatty organs, is actually being caused by the sugar. It's not necessarily right. being caused by the fat that you eat. No, it's the sugar. Because it's the sugar. One thing that happens is that you eat that sugar, and your body, your liver, 
takes it and converts it into triglycerides pretty quick. Now, if it can't use it for fuel, it says, okay, I'm going to store it in the liver. Now, if I can't store it in the liver, I'll start real close by. We'll put it in other organs like the pancreas. And uh, the scary thing about the pancreas is pancreatic cancer is on the rise. Who is bad. We're seeing more and more people come in that's been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and really you used have. to not see as much. No. And it's because of the diet. And it's because of the high sugar in the diet. Right. And so this woman, that's one of the things they scared her is, oh, gosh, with you having a fatty pancreas, yeah. you, you know, you're likely to get pancreatic cancer. Needless to say, we had Jane's attention. Yes. Okay. And, I mean, it took a, you know, a two-by-four upside the head, but she got this big two-by-four in the, in the form of a fatty pancreas on a CT scan. Okay, so she's lost a bunch of weight. She goes back, and she said, they're testing me every month for something. I said, well, have they told you what to do about it? She said, never. You're the only one that's ever told me anything to do. I said, well, okay, cool, as long as you do what I tell you. So she has, and I bless her heart, she's done exactly what we yep. told her to do. Griped about buying new clothes, but she's done exactly what we told her to do. Now, about six or seven months into it, she just went to the doctor like last week, and she got the results this morning. And she had some cysts on the pancreas. And the doc that uh, biopsied them for her, they actually did a biopsy because they were worried about that pancreatic cancer thing. And he told her, said, ah, those are just benign cysts. Don't worry about it. See you in a year. And she said, is there anything I need to do differently? He said, no, I'll see you in a year. What, what did they say about her fat and her pancreas? Well, I said it was gone. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah, by the way. Oh, by the way. By the way. Your, your, your pancreas, you know, your pancreas. And I said, well, did they ask you what you had done to get rid of your fatty pancreas? She said, no, he just told me I'd see me in a year. I said, yeah. cool. I said, well, at least you got that. So now she's all happy because she's that. I said, now you can't stop the diet. You can't go back to what you were doing right. before. I said, what everybody it, wants to do. It's, it's, well, it's human nature, I guess, you know. But she, I said, okay, so we're staying on the diet. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to live like we've been living for the past, I think it's seven months now. Yeah. I said, we're going to live healthy and we're going to be healthy. Yep. Just like That's this show. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. And she, Jane, is a diet in the wool believer now because this doctor told her, nah, see you in a year. And she's just ecstatic. Yeah, no a risk year. of cancer right now. And Your no more fatty tests. pancreas is gone. She said, they have poked and prodded on me till I am tired of being poked and prodded yep. on. And she said, they've never told me one thing. Never one doctor told me anything other than you. And if she would not have called us and we have not had dealt with her. Right. She'd have just kept getting worse and worse because yeah, she wouldn't yeah. have she wouldn't have known to change it. No, and people don't always know that. No, but unfortunately, doctors aren't instructing people how to eat. No, that's that's why we go back and what to, the, to do. Go back to that thing that you know you, you really have to be your own you advocate. Be your own advocate, or have somebody like us to be an advocate and you know slap you around a little bit. Well, and tell you, you what you, to do. you find somebody that can help you, know, you. Exactly, and that's what we kind of talk about as us being coaches. That's it. We're kind of health coaches. Health coaches. And lifestyle coaches. Yes, because we deal with a lot of people, and most people we deal with have their own primary doctor. We mm -hmm. don't want to be their primary doctor. We say, we're going to help you with the nutrition. We're yeah. going to help you with nutritional supplements. We're going to tell you what to do and how to change lifestyle and get to where you can take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, if we're dealing with somebody in another state, like you might be, right? Uh, obviously, we're not going to be your primary care. Right. But, but we're going to look over your shoulder. Right. You know, and, a good well, friend of mine many, many, many years ago told me, said, you know, if you hire an attorney, hire another attorney to look over their shoulder. What's well, the same thing with doctors? I hate to tell you this, but, you know, bless Rollo, he's a good well, guy. The next same clinical thing. pearl is exactly points to that. 
Why oh, you got to have right. somebody else actually look over the lab work? All right. Take it. That's um, yours. Yeah. yeah. I actually had, they came in, I believe it was like at the end of July. So I happened to have her file out today. And the end of July, a young girl in college and her mother came in. And That's the right. young girl couldn't even get up. Slept 14, 16 hours a day, couldn't function, fatigued. Now, wait a minute. That's fatigue. Yeah, that's fatigue. Okay. I mean, she that's couldn't fatigue. do anything. And yeah. her mom's like, something is wrong with her. And, you know, the first, and she brought blood work with her. She said her doctor did some lab work. So here's the lab work her doctor did. Well, I looked at her lab work her doctor did, and I said, she has reactivated Epstein-Barr. And she said, they said she didn't. Like, what do you mean they said she didn't? And she said, well, they said it was just a past infection. And I said, no. And I even got out the book, medical book on how to read the Epstein-Barr test. I'd be surprised how many times we have to do that. There's a, we do it a lot. Yeah. Because there's a lot of different antibodies and antigens. And Viral capsule Yeah, antigens there's actually ways to read it. And you see, if, is it new or is it reactivated or is it old? So there's all these things that you have to look at. And when I looked at it, I said, it's reactivated. So she has... I mean, Epstein-Barr is a virus, and usually it's mono when the kids. And, and by the way, it's one of the herpes viruses. It is, and it, so it tends to away. flare back up later in life. Or right. even in her case, it hadn't been that long because she's only in her college years. Mm-hmm. And she'd gotten run down, so it came back out. Stress. And so what I told her is, okay, we got to do some stuff to suppress that Epstein-Barr virus. we got to increase your immune system because obviously your own body can't keep it suppressed. So we gave her... I know in her, we gave her a com- mushroom combination to increase the immune system. We gave her, and a lot of times we will use a powder, but she didn't want to take powders. Um, so sometimes yeah. people say, absolutely. We put her on a good multivitamin. We gave her vitamin D. We gave her olive leaf extract for, it's, it is an antiviral. And, and I made sure she had got enough sleep, and we instructed her on that. Well, today, her mom, I hadn't heard from her. I mean, her mom's come in and bought her stuff and hadn't really heard from well, her. She's in college. But right? when her mom came in today, she was like, I just wanted to tell you, you're a miracle worker. I was Fantastic. Like, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you mean I'm a miracle worker? Yeah, sure. She said, my daughter is fine now. It's been like two months since she was in here, and she's, per- she's fine. She'd been sick like that for well over a year, and everybody she went to told her she was fine, and even after they did the lab work, they didn't even know how to read it. And she said, so I just wanted to thank you because she's fine now. You know, uh, that it's, it kind of brings you up. We have a... Uh, a local Air Force base, and we had a uh, high-ranking officer, shall we say, yeah. that uh, came in. And this is same kind thing. of a lead Same thing. Same thing. Back to that Epstein-Barr thing. And I, I told this gentleman that he, this is what you needed to do. They did the test on him at the Air Force base, brought me the results, and they said they told him everything was fine. That it was an old infection. It was an old infection. I said, well, yeah, but it's reactivated. He said, no, they told me it was just old. So we got out that book again, again, and I said, okay, Colonel, here, let's read this. And we went through it and explained it to him. I said, now, this is how you go back and explain it to the physician that you're dealing with. And after just a minute, he picked up on it. He said, oh, okay, I can see that. And I printed out some stuff and gave it to him. And Anyhow, we did the same thing on him. We put him on that yeah. olive leaf extract. We suppressed that virus, put him on lysine and stuff like that. It's amazing. It's amazing. We he got better. Yeah. We we have stuff to help with Epstein Var virus. Oh yeah. Um a lot of and times the doctors tell people there's nothing they can do about it, but there is stuff we can do about it. All you gotta do is call. That's um, it. Call that eight hundred number, by the yeah. way. Eight hundred eight two four zero one nine four. 
and you can talk to one of us. Right. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, you if, can talk to our staff. They're, yeah. They're good people. But uh, if we're with someone, we call you back. Right. Um, I was call making us. calls back on the way in the car day home. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it gets so busy that it takes a while. To, you know, we might call you back. We will call you back the same day. 99% of the time yes. we will. So just call us back. But that's the thing. You know, that all kind of leads back. These little clinical pearls are leading right into what we're going to talk about. Our main topic tonight fatigue. is that fatigue. And but it also you. tells you why you have to have somebody else sometimes looking at the lab work. Uh, again, um, having uh, somebody else looking, helping you take care of your own health. Right. All right. See you back next segment, folks. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that'll help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This will be the third segment of the show tonight. We're going to be doing this show, or the the rest of the show, is talking about fatigue. And if you've listened to the first part, you kind of understand that a lot of the stuff that we've talked about is about fatigue. Fatigue is probably the biggest symptom Oh, that yeah. we hear. You know, it's amazing. We see people every day, and, and they come in, and I say, what's your chief complaint? Fatigue. Tired. Tired. Don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm tired of being given antidepressants and so on and so forth. So That's what we hear a lot. We hear is, a lot I've yeah. been to my doctor. I tell them I'm tired, and they want to put me on antidepressant. I'm not depressed. I'm tired. I'm tired, and there's something wrong. Right. And we hear that a lot. And we do find a lot of problems because, you know, we do do a lot of lab work. 
And we do. if you don't do lab work, you really don't know what's causing the fatigue. Well, that's true. I mean, you know, that, I think that's probably you know, one thing that they taught us in school back when we were in school. When I was in school, it was a long, long time ago and far, far away. Um, rocks were still cooling off. You get the picture. Anyhow, <laughs> that wasn't that long. Wasn't ago. that long ago, but it was. It was like shortly after that. Uh, but when we were in school, you know, they taught us you have to keep looking till you find what the problem is. Yeah, you don't want to just fix the symptom. No. You got to find the underlying cause. Right. And right. I don't know how many times I tell people that during the day is we got to find the underlying cause. Right. Because if you just try to do something, people come in and say, "I want something for energy." Oh God, we get that daily. They're, I mean, just taking a stimulant is not going to fix the problem. That's true. If anything, it may cause other problems Typically because we have other people that's went out and gotten stimulants, whether it's natural stimulants or prescription stimulants or whatever, and all it does is going to increase the blood pressure, make your heart race, and it may make you short-term feel like you have energy, but eventually you're going to crash. Yeah, when you, when you stop them, you're going to crash big time. Oh, definitely when you, you stop know, them. And, and, you know, when you start looking at it's something like, well, gosh, fatigue, what could cause that? Well... I mean, let's start with, say, oh, the thyroid. Thyroid, adrenals. Adrenals, the iron, immune system. Iron deficiency. Right, iron deficiency. Vitamin D. B12 deficiency. B12 deficiency. We see that one a lot. Yes. That, vitamin D and vitamin B12 are so prevalent that we do that on most of our panels. We do that on our panel. The panel that we do, if somebody comes in to me and says, I'm tired. Oh, yeah. The panel that we usually like to do, is we call it our expanded panel. And it actually, it, it's $150, and it checks a lot for $150. It really does. It does. your immune, It checks your immune system and your white counts and see if you're anemic. It checks your liver function, your kidney function, your electrolytes, proteins. It checks the cholesterol. It does thyroid. It does four different tests on thyroid, not just one, not just TSH. It does your adrenal glands. It checks the cortisol. It checks the DHEA. It checks vitamin D. It does B12. And it does a urinalysis to see if you have a urinary tract infection. And then it also checks a three-month blood sugar average to make sure you're not pre-diabetic or diabetic, which we see a lot. Oh, we see that tremendously. That's right. that hemoglobin A1C. It's, it's a And so that panel test. for $150 checks a lot. Now, if somebody is in the ages of going through menopause, I'll add the hormones. Yep. Which is an extra 75. But, and on men, fatigue. Low testosterone. Testosterone. It is a real cause of fatigue in men is when their testosterone starts falling. And we used to think, even us, which we did it a lot, you know, you would start thinking of low testosterone when men hit their 40s, 50s, 60s. Now we're seeing it men in their 20s. Yeah, that's what's scary. It's really scary. We'll now, probably have a whole other show I was gonna say, on men yeah. and low testosterone because we, we're seeing we it so often. Yeah. But... um. All that causes fatigue. A hormonal change causes fatigue. It does. Now, depression can be a cause. I mean, even though you always want to rule out everything else first because low iron can cause depression. Right. Low B12 can affect depression. Low D. Low testosterone makes depression. Low D as well. Low, yeah, low vitamin D makes depression. Yeah. Low thyroid makes depression. So yeah. adrenal problems make depression. Is that so, sort of like that cat chasing its tail Exactly. Again? So okay. you don't want to just put some on antidepressant. You want to fix the underlying problem that's causing. Yes, they may be depressed, but they're depressed because there's something wrong. Right. It, you know, I always make the analogy to guys. Guys can kind of understand this. I said, you know, if that check engine light comes on in your car, it tells you your car's fatigued, okay? And if it comes on, you have choices. Now, would you want to take it to a mechanic that would say, well, hell, let's just cut that wire 
Yeah. You don't need that. Just, just cut, cut that the wire. wire and it won't tell you you're tired anymore. And you won't know the difference. Now, that's the same thing as taking an antidepressant for being tired. I mean, if right. you're, you know, I mean, it's the same identical thing. You're just simply putting a Band-Aid, cut the wire, don't want to see it to make it go away. That's not the cause. No. So you have to get to the root of the cause on fatigue because it can sure be do. so many different things. Just like I think we talked about a week ago, a lady that, you know, depression was her main symptom, but yet it was an adrenal dysfunction. Mm-hmm. So you get different, but the only way you're going to know is to check it. You can't just <clears throat> fatigue, especially even in all adrenals. You can be fatigued if you have too high of adrenals, and you can be fatigued if you have too low of adrenals. And, you know, we see that particular problem every right. day. So you don't know which right. way to go with it. No. Everybody comes in and says, I need something. I've read this book, and I, right. my adrenals are exhausted. Really? How do you know? How do we know? Because, and we get them in that have bought something somewhere else that is an adrenal stimulant. And they're worse. And they're getting worse. And they say, well, you know, I'm taking three of these things. They only said I only take two. And I'm getting worse. Okay, maybe we're going the wrong direction. And that's where it comes back to the blood work. You know, there's an old saying that to see is to know and not to see is to guess. Well, when you see that blood work, you know. Yeah, you're not guessing. If you don't see it, you're guessing. You're not saying, huh, I think you might have this problem. You know, I had a patient in today. Honest to God fact, one of the last ladies I dealt with this afternoon, young girl, 25 years old, I think. She's having fatigue and issues and so on, but she, you know, when she related her history to me, she's got all kinds of issues and so on, going on immune system, et cetera. And her doctor told her that, well, we'll give you these steroids and wrote her a script for it. Now, the girl said, I didn't get this filled. I was afraid to. So we're going to give you a steroid. If the steroid makes you feel better, we'll kind of know it's an autoimmune problem. If it doesn't, (laughs) we'll try something else. That's scary. Oh, that's. I mean, steroids, yeah. uh, steroids have their huge list of side effects in themselves. Well, thank God she knew that because she yeah. said, I didn't even feel that well, prescription. She, she said that she was, was a nurse. I She's mean, a nurse. Yeah, she, she was one that came in. Yeah. And, we, and we actually, in our clinic, we see lots of nurses and even other doctors yes. that come in for themselves. Yes, um, we do. Because we do things differently. We look at things, and we look at things differently. You've got to have a different perspective. You know, and I think that's the the kind of thing that, you know, we sometimes get, uh, I don't know, maybe ridiculed about by and, and some people about it because you know, a lot of the, you know, the, locally, our fellow uh, physicians, you know, they either love us or hate or us, hate us <laughs> you know, and, and because we're doing things and because we'll make it, you know, I'll question anything. I mean, honest to goodness, you bring me your lab work that, you know, Dr. X did. And if I don't think they went deep enough, I'll say that. Right. Now, we have some doctors that say, okay, where do you think we need to go next? And, you know, they're open to it. They're saying, you know, because their heart's in the right place. They want to find out what's they wrong They want with to find patient. out what's wrong. I want to help you, whatever it takes. And, you know, we'll write out. We don't have to do the lab work. We'll say, no. okay, here, go get this lab work done. Well, my doctor said he'd do it. Okay, fine. Go get this lab work, and we'll write it out. Go get this done. And because we don't care, all we want is the information. Right. That's why we and do we the lab work. And we look at lab work. Anybody can send us lab work from anywhere. They can fax it to us they, from anywhere in the country. They can. And that fax number is 228 897 9092. Right. 827 And if you fax us your lab work and put your number to call you back on it, be then, sure and do that. Yeah, because if we don't know who it is, we you don't know, know how to contact and you. And, you know, every once in a while we, we go do in get in the morning that. and we'll get up stuff and it, it'll say, hi, I'm Mary, and, you know, here's my lab work. 
and there's no way to call them back. Yeah. And we just have to wait on Mary to call us. You right. Know? So if you do send in lab work, which yeah. we definitely have a lot of people do, we can look at what you've already had done. Right. And when we look at what's already been done, we can see, have you had enough done? And a lot of times people, it's been told this lab work is fine. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. We see a lot of things wrong. We do. You know, it, it's, uh, it's amazing. We had a, another gentleman here. He's an, an older gentleman and he goes to the VA. We have a big VA hospital here. And... He came in complaining of fatigue, yep. and he said, my legs feel like rubber. They're just falling out. You know, I can't, I don't know what's going on. Now, this guy's 79 years old, but now let me tell you what. He's in good shape. Oh, yeah. You don't want to stay with him, okay? I mean, he, he will run you in the ground normally, but he was fatigued. He said, I just don't understand this because he's been taking care of his health for years and years and years, done a great job. I mean, he curls like 30, 45-pound dumbbells. I mean, he, this, this guy's in, in good shape for himself, and he's close to 80 years old. But he said, I'm fatigued. I said, well, we need to do some lab work. Well, they just did some. Go get it. So he went to the VA, got his lab work, brings it in. And I looked at it, and I said, well, you're anemic. He said, what do you mean I'm anemic? I said, show it. And I, I pointed it out to him. You know, your hemoglobin's low. Your red blood cell count's low. Well, it's not bad, but it's low. I said, It's not well, going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. And if it's not going to kill you, a lot of times they don't tell you about it. Right. So we started fixing his anemia. I told him, I said, it's going to take 10 days to two weeks to build new red blood cells. So it's going to take that long for you to feel a difference. Within a week, he came back and he said, yeah. I'm beginning to feel better. Two weeks, I'm feeling real good. It's been about three or four weeks now. I feel fantastic. Yeah. You know, and it's it, amazing what iron deficiency does. Now, in women, we see it a lot in childbearing years because, these, of course, you're having cycles. Right. But we start seeing it again as people are approaching 80. It, I mean, some people, it may be a little earlier, but definitely men, you don't normally see it until they get older. No. Like and they him, start yeah. having, I mean, they're getting a little bit more mature. We don't like the O word. That's right. Mm -hmm. And they are, they don't absorb as well as they used to. So yeah, absorption plays a role. Him. We put him on an iron, yeah. uh, and be, an iron supplement that we've got. It's called OptiFE. And, and FE is the chemical symbol for iron. So we put him on that, and we put him on some digestive, digestive enzymes, enzymes at the same time. Which, because digestive enzymes, yeah. as people age, they decrease, and yes. then you don't absorb your nutrients from your food as well. So a man that's never been anemic in his life, when they're approaching 80, can become anemic. So we yeah, do see, not everybody does it, but we see a lot of it. So that is a huge cause of fatigue but you in know, people. We're, we're seeing that not just at 80. I mean, we're seeing that yeah. in, in people in their 60s. Uh, well, the diet's gotten worse. Ah, the diet's and stress more. depletes digestive enzymes. Yes, and, and everybody's stressed out. All of the above, and, and so when you see that, and, and, and this again, back to that thing, their chief complaint is fatigue. Right. I'm so tired, I can't do blah blah blah. Um, I just sit and watch TV all day or whatever. You know, if I sit down, I go to sleep. Now, inactivity can make you oh, even more fatigued. Yes, we always stress. You know, exercise, and you know the the place to start on exercise is just walking. Yeah, just you don't have you to don't do have a lot. To. You don't have to overdo it. Actually, overdoing it can make you more Actually, fatigued. Make you worse. Right? Um, but just get up and move a little bit. Right. That's that's a biggie with with people just doing that. But you know, it all goes back to that same chief complaint: fatigue. And whether it's an anemia in some of these guys or these gals that have their heavy menstrual cycles, when you start approaching that perimenopause, right? You know, that's when you start having that heavy, heavy, heavy menstrual cycle. Iron deficiency anemia is rampant. Oh, yeah. 40s, we see a lot of oh, women yeah. that actually need, they're bad enough to need 
blood transfusions. We've had a few we've had to send to the emergency room because yeah. they were so low. Yeah. And that usually happens in the 40s. We did. And their main symptom was fatigue. Yeah. And when I call them, I'm like, okay, I see why you're tired. Yep. It's pretty obvious yep. at that point. So, yeah. But women in their 40s, we see a lot of it. So there's yeah. different ages you see an increased risk, but it can be at any age. It sure can. It can even be in kids. I mean, we've seen little kids that are iron deficient. We have. Okay, folks, that ends this segment. Uh, we'll be right back after a short break, and we'll finish her up tonight. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for our final segment tonight. We're talking about fatigue, and we've talked about the common, or what we call the usual suspects. Usually suspects, but another thing is sleep deprivation. Yeah, and how many of you sleep good? Hold your hands up. I can see you. It's probably another common symptom that we hear is I just don't sleep well. You know, I would say that today alone, I dealt with four different people that that was their chief problem right. was sleep. Sleep. Can I take too much melatonin? Well, how much are you taking? Uh, one milligram. <laughs> Lord, no. You know, we can crank you up from there. So, I mean, you know, that is so common. It's unbelievable. Four and, different and people. And there's a lot of things you can do to actually help with sleep. And one thing that no matter what research you look at says you need to be on a good routine. Mm. Um, and what you want to do is you want to go to sleep at the same time every night and wake up at the same time every morning, whether you're going to work or not. That's, and that's true. Yeah. And so just getting on that routine helps you and, you know, not, not doing caffeine close to bedtime. Yeah. That's pretty important too. Yeah. And controlling stress. A lot yeah. of times the, yeah. we see a lot of people that have the adrenal, the high cortisol, they don't sleep very well. That's true. And they have extreme fatigue because they're not sleeping at night. Yeah, I mean, you think about it. If you don't sleep for a day or two, or don't sleep well even, you're tired. Oh, real tired. I mean, I don't care who you are. 
Now, what's going on? If you're if you're in absolutely perfect health, you know, if you don't sleep well for a day or two, you're going to be yeah. Fatigued. And the research even shows on that you don't catch up. People say, no. "Oh, well, I'll catch up on the weekend." Well, that no. doesn't work. No. And night shift workers or shift workers actually also have a whole another set of problems too because they tend to sleep in segments. They sleep two to three hours here and yeah. two hours here, and that does not. It, it doesn't work. equate. I mean, you you need restful sleep. You know, if you look back again, back at our ancestors thousands of years ago, I mean, they didn't have lights, so they went to bed when it got dark. Yeah. And they woke up when it got light. Yeah. So I mean, that's it. So I do tell people there are things to help sleep if you need to. Most sleeping pills don't put you in the right types of REM sleep. So it doesn't always help your fatigue. No. Even though you, you're knocked out and you don't sleep. I mean, you sleep. Yeah. You, the next day, you're still tired. Well, because you haven't really went into deep sleep. You've right. just been into an unconscious state. Right. Uh, which is not necessarily going to get you what you need to do. You know, and that's where we use things like the GABA. Uh, gamma amino butyric acid yeah. is a fantastic thing just to kind of quieten that mind down. You know, theanine, you know, those are some fantastic right. phosphatidylserine. Oh, yeah. Phosphatidylserine is fantastic because it's great for the brain. And it lowers cortisol. And it lowers cortisol. And if you lower cortisol. And it actually helps brain function as well, not just sure quieting it down. Right. So there's a lot of things you can do to help with sleep. L-tyrosine. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. But one thing we hadn't talked about is infections and viruses and some of the chronic fatigue syndrome. Some of the things that you actually talk about, some of the, for the fatigue, is actually an underlying virus or fungus or there. Right. You know, it's sort of like back to the things like shingles and, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Um, I think we've got another technical difficulty, but anyhow, we're back online now, I guess. And, uh, you know, when you start looking at those things like uh, the shingles virus, right. all those viruses are living in you, and they can cause problems. They definitely can. And they can and, cause things like not sleeping well. And usually when we look at a lab work, we look at the CBC, which tells you your white count, and we, all, we, we look real close at what they call the differential, mm-hmm. which tells us what types of white blood cells you have. And when we see something called an inverted diff, where your lymphocytes go higher than your neutrophils, um, it's a sign of a chronic virus or a chronic fungus. And most right. people that have that pattern say they're fatigued. And a low white count will make fatigue. And a lot of autoimmune diseases have that pattern. They really do. We see that a lot uh, in autoimmune, especially. So, yeah, we see. So, yeah. it's not, there's so many different things that can cause it. And there is. The immune system is one of the biggies. When I see somebody with a low white count, they're like, oh, well, it's not low enough to really worry about. And I said, well, are you tired? Well, yeah, I'm tired all the time. I said, well, then it's low enough to worry about. Yeah, because it all goes hand in hand. You know, that's one of the first things we see with a really low white count is fatigue. Right. And you can get it back up. I mean, now medically, they don't have a lot to actually increase the white count. No, they don't. We have a lot of stuff in natural medicine that can actually increase a white count. Now, with an autoimmune disease, you got to be careful because just stimulating the immune system sometimes can make an autoimmune disease worse. So you can't just stimulate it. You have to actually support it. That, you know, we call it supporting because, like, like Janine just said, it's not that we want to stimulate it or overstimulate it. Right, because we don't problems. want it to re- attack your body more. Right, because it's like if you've got an autoimmune problem, you know, what you want to do is in supporting it, you want to help it kill whatever it's trying to kill so it's, it's not going crazy. And that allows the immune system to function like it's supposed to. And when that happens, typically, you get that virus under control or that fungus under control, you feel better, 
and you're going to sleep better. Right. And the fatigue's going to be better. Just like the little girl we talked about earlier that was in college, and she couldn't even hardly get up anymore or go because she had Epstein-Barr virus. Right. Um, And if any of you have ever had that or been around somebody that's had the EBV or Epstein-Barr or mono, as they call it, it's another common name for it, mononucleosis. And when you have that, I mean, you're one tired puppy. Oh, yeah. You can't even, you can't hardly go. No, I mean, literally. And, and that's just, you know, one of the many things. So the myriad of things that we've got from the thyroid, the adrenal glands, the immune system, not sleeping well. The anemias. Anemias, vitamin D deficiency, B12 deficiency, all these things. All these things are pretty common that can be picked up if you do the right lab work. And folks, we're telling you this, and, and this is just FYI, I don't care where you are, if you're out there in nether netherland, so to speak, we can probably send you to a lab close to your home and get your lab work done. If your doctor doesn't want to do it or you don't have right. insurance, you know, we can do that expanded panel, which will check everything that we just talked about here tonight for $150. Yeah. And I mean, that's can, pretty reasonable. If you have the same lab work done at most of the medical facilities, you're talking about in the thousands. Ooh, in the thousands. We do it real inexpensive because we don't do we don't use it as a profit center. We use it so we can see what you need. Right. We simply want the information from it. Right. But and if you have, can get it done somewhere else, that's fine. We, and call us. We'll tell you. Or go to our website. Go to doctorsnutrition.com. Look at that expanded panel. Write down everything. Print it out. Everything that's on that expanded panel. Take it to your doc. Get it done. Then send us the results. But if you're having fatigue, that's the minimum that needs to be done. Minimum. Um, sometimes we'll add extra tests depending on what you tell us and depending on what type of symptoms, other symptoms that you have with your fatigue. But that is kind of the minimum. And what we see in our area, which we have a lot of people fax lab work from all over the country, and we see it in every area, there is very minimal being done on most people because insurance don't want to pay for it. So that's why we do it inexpensively. So you don't have to worry if your insurance is going to pay for it. No. Because insurance is in the business of making money, not paying for your stuff. Okay. I hate yeah. to say that, but that's kind of what it's all about. And they're about. not into well care. No. They don't do... As a matter of fact, I've got a little... On my blog, on, on doctorsnutritionmedia.com, you can read why an insurance company doesn't want to pay for prevention care. They don't want to prevent it. You're not going to be there long enough for them to worry about you. You're going to change. You're going to go somewhere else. So they're right. not going to pay for prevention. So you got to take care of yourself. That's what we kind of stress over and over again. Underline. Yep. You've got to take care of yourself. Be your own advocate because no one else is going to care how you feel more than you do. I promise you that's for Your sure. spouse might, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might. Usually easier to live with if you feel better. That's true. That's true. So, hopefully, you've gained a little insight into more about how yep. we do, what we do, and maybe some things that, uh, you know, might actually help you live healthy and, and be, be healthy. healthy. And next and- week, we're going to be talking about the immune system. Which is more and more about that old fatigue thing, yeah, exactly. Too, right? <laughs> and with the winter coming up, how oh. you what you can do to keep yourself healthy and not get sick during. And got to think about it. You know, we've got our first case of confirmed Ebola here in the United States, folks. Was it confirmed? Confirmed. Oh, I knew Dallas, they were thinking Texas. that. Oh, yep. I knew they were thinking that. I wasn't yep. sure it was confirmed. Okay. So Ebola is here. We got the Enterovirus D sixty eight. I mean, folks, we got a bunch of these. It's bugs definitely right time to keep the immune system strong. You bet. If there's one thing you need to do. Keep that immune system strong. And we'll be back next week with a whole show on the immune function and immune system. So we look forward to having you back. Um, We hope you've had a good time tonight. We've enjoyed it. Kind of had fun with it ourselves. And hopefully you gain something from it because that's our whole goal is so that, you know, we can tell you something that you can live healthy so you can be healthy. And educate you. That's it. It's all about education. 
So again, hopefully you've had a great time tonight, learned something, and that's if you have any questions, give us a call at that 800-824-0194. We'll answer your questions, we'll talk to you, and where else are you going to get to talk to a doctor for free? That's right, no charge. Absolutely no charge. Can't beat the price, that's for sure. So again, uh, we've had a good time tonight, enjoyed it, hope you have. And like I say, we'll be back next week with a whole show just on the immune system. So that's going to be fun. We'll have a good time with that one. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.